Pursuers of Freedom with your hosts, Matt Wright and Mohammed Shaker. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Mohammed M. Shaker Esquire. I am Matt Matthew Wright, and together we are not wild stallions. We are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Did you hear the most fantastic news? Uh, uh, actually, first and foremost, let's thank Low Tide Cava Bar. Let us thank Low Tide Cava Bar and for Jay. the cava we're drinking today. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Sean. Bula. Bula. Did you hear the greatest news that has come out ever? No. What is the news? The greatest news that has ever come out ever is that the possibly final installment of the Bill and Ted trilogy has been announced and is coming out. Oh, yes. (coughs) Excuse me. Yes, I did hear that. And I noticed that Sean, the biggest movie nerd amongst us, I believe he's a bigger nerd than you are, although you're on the same level, technically, in my opinion. I'll give you that. Yeah, he didn't know that. <laughs> you're picking on him for that because he didn't know that it was coming out. Yep. Yes. Keanu Reeves shared that uh, photo yesterday of him and Alex Winter in the phone booth and uh, immediately all was right in the world. Because what this, what America needs now, more than anything else... Is the Wild Stallions. <laughs> I saw people, I saw some people saying like, as much as you hate the guy, it was during Trump's presidency that we got Bill and Ted 3. <laughs> That's right. I don't care what you think about any of his other policies or anything else that happens <laughs> during his presidency. We have Bill and Ted 3 coming out <laughs> while he was president. Therefore, making it the greatest presidency of all time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even uh, The Last Jedi came out during his presidency. So, And that's uh, one of the best Star Wars movies. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would. 100%. <laughs> um, that was one of the best. Dick. Uh, <laughs> it was one of the best Star Wars movies. Um, but yeah, so I have actually seen... Every Bill and Ted movie in the theater. Yeah, I haven't. I've only seen the first one. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I am so excited about this movie. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. I, do you, you remember that I dressed up as, uh, well, Adam and I. Uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah we dressed up uh, Halloween, as, right? Yeah, Halloween. Yeah. We dressed up as Bill and Ted. Yes. And Sean dressed up as Rufus. And uh, Adam's roommate, TJ, dressed up as uh, Abe Lincoln. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That was I cannot wait for this movie to come out. Yeah. I cannot wait. I have actually been following the IMDb page for Bill and Ted 3 for five years now, <laughs> waiting for a notification. Yeah. And it came through. Hell yeah. I, I was so excited. <laughs> uh, but yes, greatest news ever, greatest president ever because of this. <laughs> so... Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. That's good. Super excited. Super excited. I can tell. I know. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait to just have a whole bunch of people running around just saying excellent all the time. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. <laughs> oh, is he going to be able to put that persona back on or what? He's Obviously, never he's, he, actor, he's right? never lost that persona. Yeah. Everything, oh, he is he, the same every every movie he's Keanu Reeves. Yeah, but he's really different in that movie though. No. I can't say that he's like he is as neo whoa i know <laughs> kung fu yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> whoa but, but not the excellent well yeah i mean all he has to do is say three syllables as opposed to two that he normally <laughs> sticks to <laughs> that's funny man uh but yeah um so yesterday i watched uh, i spent most of my day here at the house and uh, I ended up, I watched, uh, I rewatched, I should say, uh, The World's End. Mm-hmm. That movie is a very, gives a very strong case against communism. 
Really? Yeah. What's it called? The World's End. And it's on Netflix? No. Oh, damn. I'm not going to say that I pirated it, but I found it online. Okay. Now, <laughs> uh, is this a new movie? Uh, so no, I need to watch this? 2012. Okay, I need to watch that. Um, yeah, 2012, Simon Pegg from the people that did uh, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing, there's actually, uh, we may have talked about this, there's a lot of movies out there that are very anti-authoritarian, and some of them, in literature, anti-communist, that a lot of authoritarians and communists seem to really enjoy. Yeah. Like the Hunger Games, die, like the the big ones. I think Ender's Game is considered one of them, to yeah. an extent. Uh, Divergent, uh, the Divergent series, I would say. Uh, the Hunger Games, The Giver, and uh, Orwell's books, which includes uh, Animal Farm, probably the most anti-communist of all the books. Right. But yeah, yeah. So what's the movie about? Uh, so it's about five friends in England mm-hmm. who go on the Golden Mile, which happens in a city in England. And it's 12 bars over the course of one mile. And uh, they they tried it back when they were in high school, or what do they call it? And not high school, whatever they call it in England. Yeah, they tried it back then, and they couldn't finish. And then they all kind of went their separate ways. And then uh, the main guy, Danny King, uh, gets them all back together to try it again, even though they all hate him. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And so they're going through, and then slowly they find out. And this won't ruin anything because it's. Mm-hmm early on uh you find out that the town has been taken over by robots but they're not robots because they said that they weren't Mm -hmm. and they called them blanks um because they couldn't come up with a different name makes sense right yeah (laughs) they were just like blanks yeah but yeah the like at the end at at the end and this may be a bit of a spoiler is like they had to choose whether to join the collective or not oh wow yeah Okay. Yeah. I would love to watch that. Yeah. And he said, you know, one of the lines in it is like, we're human. We just want to get fucked up and have fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great movie. I was like watching it last night and it was the, uh, it was the first time I had seen that movie. Not, not being fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was watching it while I was sober. Yeah, like I, I like no cover, nothing mm-hmm. all day long, and I was just watching it, and I was like, "Huh? Yeah, yeah." This movie is very anti-communist. <laughs> I was very excited about. Yeah, it. yeah. The rest of the ones I did mention just now, I guess it's more of individualism rising up from the collective after its establishment. The Giver, if you've read or seen the movie. No. Wow, really? No. That is a good movie, man. And they literally are communes. And there is like a council that tells everybody. They assign people on what they're going to do based on like, I guess, testing scores and all that. Um, When you get to a certain age, you know, you get assigned what job you're going to do. I believe who you're going to marry uh, or copulate with for the rest of your life. Uh, Isn't that how your people do it? No. No? Nope. You don't get assigned who you're going to copulate with? Nope. Nope. That's a common misconception. It's an Indian thing. Oh. Yeah, definitely an Indian thing. A lot of people think so. No, no, no. Gotcha. Oh, wait. No, the the Egyptians are the ones that, like, you give the family a bunch of money to get engaged. I'd say that's most of the East and Africa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you give the family a bunch of money to get engaged, and then that's when you kind of start dating, but it's on the... No, 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 that comes afterwards. Dowry, the dowry means you're getting married. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, because when... You don't give no gifts until you're going to get the girl. Okay. Well, right, <laughs> but when Dave and Susanna... When you buy her. Right. Yeah. When Dave and Susanna uh, first started dating, yeah, they weren't allowed to date until like they were essentially engaged. Oh, wow. No. And, and like a dowry had to be given and everything. No. Kind of. I remember. I mean, Dave was a broke college student at the time, so the dowry was not. Yeah. No, I remember my dad, because I, I asked him, you know, like some of the family members, like his brother was friends or his his sister was friends with my mother's 
with my mother or my mother's sister. And I guess they exchanged pictures with each other. And this is like back in the mid seventies or something. No. Yeah. Mid, yeah. I'd say about mid yeah, seventies. And, um, then my dad went to my grandfather, uh, said he was interested in marrying my mother. And then the, their dates quote unquote was basically a bunch of times when my dad would go and spend time with the family and spend time with my mother in her own house, um, on the balcony, just talking, you know, um, and he dad could uh grandpa could have said no at any time mom could have said no at any time dad could have said no at any time so it's different depending on what part of the world you're at some obviously like south asia will go to that extreme of hooking the kids up when they're like children basically so when they get when they're of age they're married right uh that's weird like the way that my entire family's done it is you get we, drunk and you have a kid and you get married? No. The American way? <laughs> no. Uh, the American way, yeah. No, I don't think anybody in my family did it that way. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think anybody in my family did it that way. Oh, well, actually, my great-grandmother did it that way, sort of. Uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, uh, we, we date a bunch of people and kind of go, which one of these people do I want to continue dating? Yeah. Or which one of these people wants to continue dating me? And then that's the person I'm just going to end up with. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you know, it's like, so like nobody wants to continue dating me after a while because I'm really annoying. So that's why I'm still here talking to you. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That also means that I'm single. (laughs) Um, let's see. Uh, I haven't been on Netflix as I usually have been this past week. Um, I've been watching this show called The Killing, um, which I don't. I never found out if it was one of the good shows or not, but I hadn't heard about it until I watched it on Netflix. It's about two detectives. In yeah, it. I saw the first season of it. Okay, okay. And surprisingly, it was interesting enough. Although I cannot get used to the way people from Seattle apparently talk. Um, it, I don't know. I just. You know, my problems with people not from the South, obviously. Um, but, man, there was a, a part of the the part of the show, man, in, a, in season three um, that involved the death penalty. And, and I'm not going to give anything away, but the death penalty. And it really makes you question the death penalty and whether we should be putting people to death or not. Um and yesterday, I uh, watched a movie called 66 Days. It's about, it's a documentary uh, oh, okay. about Bobby Sands. He's a Irish Republican Army volunteer that had, you know, been part of that violence in the early to late 70s. Um, you know, they shoot, bomb uh, British governments and their families even, which is really really sad no one supports that um my friend told me to watch it and the you know the ira and the northern ireland is like a really sore topic still to this day surprisingly right and you know i even asked my mom it, like the back then uh, that like what was going on in ireland even made its way all the way to egypt which really surprised the shit out of me uh, but I guess it was like a global phenomenon, what was going on. Anyways, it follows the story of Bob Sands um, basically realizing that it's best for the Irish men and women to show their struggle and suffering to win what they to win their freedom rather than to just go around bombing and killing people indiscriminately. Um, which some people agree with that in, within the IRA and some don't. And that was that was the big thing. He starved himself to, to death over 66 days is what he did in prison where the British were holding him. It's a really good documentary if you, if you Complete, okay. want to read about or if you want to learn about the IRA. I, I, I don't know why that. Well, I do know why that reminded me of this. But mm-hmm. what happened to the guy that was having the uh, the, the poop strike? There was a, the old did that. Well, no, there was a guy recently. He had like the record. He was like, "Oh, in prison? Yeah. Oh, really? I I don't know. I've yeah. never heard of that. 
Yeah, he 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 got arrested. I'm not going to say he definitely did this. Okay. But he swallowed the drugs. And they said they were holding him in jail and waiting for him to get the evidence. So he was refusing to poop. <laughs> that was really loud in my ears. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, he was refusing to poop. And they were they kept holding him and they kept extending how long they could hold him because he was not going to the bathroom. Yeah. And the la- like they had a they had a uh, Twitter watch on it. Like they were like day 23 of poop watch. And he was like, Nope, still hasn't done it. And like, so did he starve himself? So he doesn't poop. Uh, they were like, I think they started force feeding him. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd have to, because your bowel ain't going to move if there's nothing there. Right. Like they started force feeding him and he was still like, no, I'm not going to do it. Like, that is bad. Like I'm physically for your health. That is bad to hold a shit. He, he said, I will die. Before I do this. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Which means, I mean, yeah, I think he swallowed them. Well, the way, that's not the same as what the Irish did. No, I know. But they, they that's put what, their, that's what the Irish did was put their poop on the wall. Oh, okay. Yeah, so very different. They, 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 were, try, they were trying to, it was a self, uh, you know, thing they did, self-inflicted filth, I guess. They tried, like, throwing their shit out the fucking jail cells and all that. And the British would pick up their shit and throw it back in their shit cells. When I saw that, I was like, "When I yeah, I was like, what?" <laughs> and uh, so yeah, they started just smearing their poop all over the walls. It was pretty fucking nasty, actually. Yeah. Uh, so I saw pictures. I was like, "Oh my god!" And they tear up pieces of their mattresses on the floor to you know help paint the uh, feces on. So I don't know how sickness did not run rampant through that prison. I'm but. certain it did. Maybe. Uh, I didn't see any mention of it. Uh, you're probably right. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty certain it did. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's a very interesting uh, movie. Uh, there's, it mentions a little bit about, because of the time frame, uh, leftist socialist movements infiltrated the IRA uh, and made it more violent than what it should have been. Which, to me, is really weird because left socialists are not nationalistic. So it was really confusing to me, you know, uh, uh, how they justified that, uh, you know, like a nationalist movement of that kind. Uh, but regardless, check it out. 66 Days, Bobby Sands. All right. Well, you have the you have the uh, topic list today. I don't. So you're going to have to run this. Thing. Oh, OK. Well, speaking of shit on the walls, <laughs> Donald Trump wants to get the United States out of Syria. <laughs> that's bound to put a lot of shit on someone's walls right john bolton john bolton john bolton he's gonna start putting shit on his wall because there's less war fuck that guy yeah he's gonna start putting shit on the wall because he's like wait no who was that fourth amendment guy that you said fuck that guy was it a fourth amendment guy it's a congressman of some kind if it wasn't Fourth Amendment, it might have been Second Amendment, but I'm sure it was not the Second Amendment. It's something that had to do with like spying and all that, and you really hate this guy. You've never said the F word so many times about a person. Regardless. I was going to say. Fuck I was, John Bolton. Yeah, fuck John Bolton. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, the guy from California. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember that dude's name. Yeah, but yeah, I, I definitely said the F word about him a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so Trump ordered the government to, it might, this might be a state department thing to freeze uh $200 million in Syria, uh, that was going to be used for like a reconstruction and all this other bullshit with what's going on there. But he pretty much, he wants us out of Syria, which is a very, which very, is, very good thing, which is it's about time. Which is which is especially strange since France is like getting ready to back up. Yes. Oh, did you read that, that article? Same article. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, France was it on our wall? Well, today? yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, France uh, suggested that they can commit troops uh, to help the United States mission in Syria. Um, so I, I, I did not see anything about where that's coming from. If they're just randomly saying it. Uh, and Trump, regardless, wants to get out of Syria, which is about time. I think Iraq needs to be next. Although one of one of my friends said Afghanistan should be next. I mean, honestly, get, fucking get get the hell out of all, get, all of that at the same time. 
But get out of Iraq next I mean, if I've, you have to choose. Afghanistan, we've been in Afghanistan longer than any other country. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it is time for us. People like your phone? Yeah, the people like the phone. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely time for us to get out of these countries. We don't need to be there. We should have never been in Afghanistan. We should have never been in Iraq. We yeah. should have never been, gone into Syria. We definitely should have bombed them last year. Yeah. Uh, Did you say Afghanistan on your list? Yeah, that was number one. Oh, okay. <coughs> uh, I agree. Just because it's... Um, it's The thing is, we went in to fight Al-Qaeda and parts of the Taliban. Right. Um, but something that... I don't know how I just found this out recently. Uh, Ron Paul actually voted for uh, going into Afghanistan to deal with Osama bin Laden. And didn't for Iraq. I, I, I found this out. I'm not making that up. So it really surprised me when I saw that. I was like, oh, shit. He, he believes that as a response to what Al-Qaeda had done, that we should respond. Right. But he also did not want us or expect us to be in there for that long, Right, is what he said. Uh, so I, th- I found that pretty interesting. And, you know, like, I think that all of... I don't know if I agree with Ron that much. I'm just telling you what I found out because I'm right, sure right, right, you didn't know either. No, uh, you know I don't. I don't think that we should be attacked unless there's a, there's an actual attack on us or a serious threat. Yeah, and then you know us just saying that somebody has weapons of mass destruction is not a serious threat against us. True. Yeah, you know, it's not until an actual threat is being made. Yeah, um, but. So after the 9-11 attacks, you were going after an organization. Yeah, exactly. I get that. Yeah. I do. But yeah, but that's it's like, how do you find that organization? Right. Well, it, really, you're fighting an ideology of like terrorism that is fueled sort of by it's got a lot of Islamic undertones. So you're fighting an idea, an idea, which is, re- you know, every time you kill one, there's another one ready to join in. Right. Um. Yeah, yeah. You, you you take out one terrorist organization and it just moves to a separate terrorist. Well, you're never going to remove an, a whole terrorist organization. Uh, I meant on an individual level. You kill one guy, there's another ready to step in, like his brother or something, you know? Right. Um, and actually, you know, this is sort of on topic, but not on the list. Uh, another thing, uh, this is one of the things that they had said that might get Trump the Nobel Peace Prize is his willingness to meet with North and South Korea to Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Yeah. The the little rocket man. Yeah. To make peace. And, uh, I guess China is on our, is on our side with this. Yeah. And they're asked they're they're basically forcing Kim's hand to end the nuclear proliferation programs. And, um, it might work. And if that works, that's a huge win for, in my opinion, everybody, even though I, I mean, I believe in the freedom to, you know, to do whatever you want in your country. But if, if the world is so fucking stupid and they don't want you to have them, like, think about what's good for your country and, and the region. Like, North Korea is a big fucking regional black hole. Um, so they win Earth Day every year. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> they win Earth Day every year. Yeah. <laughs> you got to give them credit where credit's due. Yep. They yep. use the least amount of energy on Earth Day every year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And actually every other day. Do you know what the communists use before they use candles? Uh, to, you know, to have light in their homes? <laughs> Electricity. <laughs> Lol. Keck. <laughs> Praise Keck. Yeah. <laughs> Praise Keck. Um, God, that's such a bad joke. Yeah, I, I mean it's so true. It's like it's such kind a of joke. kind of a dad joke, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna actually call my dad and tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, if you go on YouTube, you can type in Reagan communist jokes, and he's got a bunch of them that he said during some fucking speech. I don't know yeah. what the speech was. That was during one of the uh, press corps speeches. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've seen, I've seen a lot of those. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I know that a lot of our listeners don't agree with me on this and a lot of them do, but you know, we, we, we are not team America world police. Yeah. And we're, we're not here to police the world. America. Fuck. Yeah. Like, we're here to police America. So a lot of our listeners don't. 
No, I'd say a lot of them are on our side. Right. Lot, I, said, of, I said both. Oh, okay, I, okay. I covered both those bases. Yeah. I, I, I like walked to first and then stole second on that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, it's baseball season. Very excited. Yep. Um, but uh, I was, uh, but yeah, like we, we don't need to be policing the world. We need to be policing our nation. We need to be making sure like, like what, like what we were talking about last week was last week when Taylor was on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, you know, we're giving $10 million to Egyptian children for scholarships and we're helping European countries with their immigration. Some of that money needs to come this way. Right. Like, why are we spending the money on their immigration? Oh, no, no. I meant I'm an Egyptian child. Oh, yeah, that too. And <laughs> I mean, you, you are dual citizen, right? No, hell no. No? I wouldn't have gotten a security clearance otherwise. Uh, yeah. And actually, the United, so the United States does not rec- rep, uh, recognize a dual citizenship. But if you have one... And you plan to work uh, with classified information, you do have to renounce your other one. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's how that works. So you can't get any of that ten million. No, I'm born here. That's all. That's how it's always been. My my. Uh, I remember asking my parents about it years ago. They they just never went out of their way to get me. They could have, but they didn't, which I'm okay with. Right. And the Saudi Arabia, for example, is the opposite from that. You met my youngest sister, Maram. She was born in Saudi Arabia, but she only has an Egyptian one. Saudi Arabia does not give non-Saudi people citizenships. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Shows how racist those people are. Well, yeah. Except for Sal. Is that, is that racist or is that nationalist? Um, both. Okay. Because Saudi, Saudis are... Saudis... I'm sorry. Saudis can be pretty racist. Well... So, like in... A lot of the indentured servitude that happens in Saudi Arabia uh, is towards Egyptians, uh, Arabs that are not from the Gulf. But there is a long history, long line of history proving Egyptians are good workers. Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> the mean, best. <laughs> I mean, really good workers. Oh, yeah. We're the best. We're also all over Kuwait. We do the, We work everything, man. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the things I noticed. Thousands of years of history proves that yeah, Egyptians yeah. are very hard workers. Yeah. No, that's, that's one of the things I noticed when I was in Kuwait is... The Egyptians fucking do everything there. There's a, over a million or so in Kuwait. Small, tiny country. Egyptians are there. They do all the work. And the Kuwaitis are the ones that fucking buy Ferraris and shit. Sounds like the Kuwaitis got a really great Ponzi scheme going on. <laughs> Built on the backs of the Egyptians. <laughs> uh, okay, completely off topic. How up to date are you on your homeland's politics? A little bit. They just had an election. Yeah. Okay, so I was being told about this the other day. Okay, from... Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. From uh, my best friend's wife, through my best friend. Because he was asking me if I knew anything about it, and I was supposed to ask you about it. So I'm just going to ask you about it here. Okay. So the the guy, the president or prime minister, got reelected. President, yeah. President, yeah. The president got reelected. Um, and he basically ran unopposed, and that was because everybody else that was running either died or got arrested. Yeah, pretty much. Did he do that? Well, of course. Okay. Yeah, that's the bad thing about Egypt. You know, a lot of people think it's dangerous for Westerners to go and visit and tour. It's mostly pretty much, unless you're going to engage in political things, which you should not, definitely... Uh, Westerners are absolutely fine in Egypt. Even Israelis go all the time. Okay. Um, so you're fine unless you're going to engage in political things, which one Italian student did and was disappeared, some belief by the government, and then uh, his body was found on the side of the road in the desert. Wow. Yeah, so that's if you engage with the resistance movement in Egypt, yeah, you're going to disappear. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's funny because he got like 90-something percent of the vote. Right. And that's how Mubarak, that's that's why people rose up against Mubarak, is like people started waking up. This was at the turn, this is like 2010, this is at the, or 2009, I think, at the when cell phones were get, getting really nice and you started getting these big, large screens on them and you can take... Uh, cameras were becoming, uh, the cameras were becoming a lot better on the phones. Right. People... Uh, Patriots that were within the government uh, filmed the other 
dickwads that were stuffing ballots for Mubarak and all that. And he had made, I believe, like 70-something percent of the vote. And, you know, compared to the United States, where it's like a couple thousand votes per per difference, per, or tens of thousands of votes or so, thousand votes or so per state, or a couple hundred votes discrepancy between the votes per state, per county, I mean. Uh, that's a wide margin. Nobody fucking wins like that anywhere. No. Which I believe so did Putin recently. Like, didn't he get a pretty, or did he just win? He he won. I don't know by what margin. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know by what margin, but, um, yeah. Uh, what's the joke that they have going around online? What's the difference between Hillary Clinton and Putin? What? Putin can win a rigged election. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, we're don't kill us, Putin. <laughs> <laughs> he finds it funny. Yeah, <laughs> because obviously we're working for him, so it's fine. Oh yeah, we are Russian spies. Right, we're Russian that. spies. We're Russian bots. Yeah. <laughs> now, speaking of voting, though, there's a Texas mother, right? Right. In in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> really, is she from Texas? Yeah, oh, Texas mother okay. from Texas. Um, in 2011, she voted. She So, she's a felon. Okay. And so, everybody, this is the topic of restoring rights to felons. Is that how you would word that? Sure. Yeah. Um, the restoration of voting rights? Yeah, yeah. To felons. Uh, and The only people that can really lose them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, are, are we on the same page on, on like, restoring I, voting rights? I think that we're probably on the same page on restoring all rights. Okay, okay. Oh, okay, perfect. That was going to be my follow-up, too. Um, so this mother was put in prison for, uh, and her husband, they had uh, fraudulent charges f- uh, relating to a tax preparation company that they had. Served time in prison, got out, voted, so her name was not on the ballot list. However, a poll volunteer, po- a poll worker, um gave her a uh, preliminary or provis- provisional ballot and helped her fill it out and everything. And she didn't know that felons lose their right to vote. And I can, <laughs> I believe her because I've had the problem, which we talked about last week, where they'll suspend your license and not tell you, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah. And then they'll yeah. pull you over. Hey, do you know you have a suspended license? And it's like, no. And they even know that. That's why if you Is that how you found out? Yeah, yeah. You got pulled over and found out? Yeah, yeah. He told me I have a suspended license. And I was like, sir, I didn't know. So how, how law enforcement does it is, and, I, and there are, there's two ways to charge that. Either you, you're driving on a suspended license with or without knowledge. Right. I think the with knowledge you'll you'll get arrested on the spot. Um and I truly did not know and that's the problem is uh you know and this goes back to the whole there are so many laws on the book from the federal to the state to the county to the city levels that you're breaking all kinds of all kinds of laws and you you don't even know. Like right. we're all criminals in some fashion. Yeah, I think that that study came out um 2 years ago mm-hmm. where they said that on average, you break, you make, you commit seven felonies a day. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and I mean, some of us commit way more than that, and yeah. we understand it. Yeah, and then others, you're committing seven felonies of laws you didn't know exist. Yeah, yeah, and, and my th- or our thing is how you we, you punish somebody. Fine, that's a restorative punishment. You know, like you paid. The price for the crime. You paid your debt to society. Yeah. Why? And I'll meet people halfway, but why does a felon that has had a uh, caught with a roach, you know? Uh, that's what you call those, right? The little tiny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't smoke. Shit. Uh, a felon caught with a very small mind, like amount of marijuana uh, or a felon there's so many. I mean, I don't know what all the felonies are. Uh, fraud felony. Um, shit. There's a few more that I can't think of. Nonviolent. Nonviolent crime felons. Felonies. You they pay their time, but then they come out. They can't vote. They can't own a gun. So on and so forth. Yet, and they're still paying taxes. And that's 
Really a whole no taxation without representation thing. How, how are they being represented if they can't vote? Right. And it's sad to see that. And what her lawyer was saying is he thinks it's, and I agree with him, he thinks it's laughable that the government thinks that she's lying about that. And I don't think she lied because I didn't. Oh, here's the other thing. So I, the, the, I told you that I had to pay $160 yesterday to restore my suspension on my on my tags registration and uh driving license right when i went in there a month ago the gentleman that was helping me out sorry the asshole that was helping me out because he actually was um well he works at the dmv yeah yeah I mean, it takes a special breed of person yeah yeah the guy that was helping me out at the dmv told me that and you know i hadn't been paying my insurance for a few months that since i did not have insurance I should have turned my 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 tags in to the DMV. Um, well, it, I didn't know that. I never knew that. Never knew that. I mean, you can say, "How don't you know that?" I don't know. I but I didn't know that. Um, so there you go. I'm paying 160 dollars for a crime I did not n- willingly or knowingly commit. Right. So I don't agree. So this is sort of off topic. I don't. I, I don't agree with the whole. Ignorance of the law, however that line goes. Ignorance of the law is not an excuse for breaking the law. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. If you don't know that something is a law, you don't know it's a law. It's, it's called the Hillary Clinton defense. Yeah, right. <laughs> the good old Hillary Clinton defense. Oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that. I didn't know. I was unaware. That doesn't work for... Which is actually a that lie. That doesn't work for normal people. Yeah, and I think we talked about this, like last year um at the turn of the election basically which in my opinion is a lie because every time you get a security clearance which he had you get briefed on what on the do's and don'ts of of classified information i i know that as somebody that's had both a top a secret and a top secret uh, uh clearance you get you're told what you can what you can't in the military we have the nipper and the sipper uh, different uh, lines of communication. Nipper's uh, unclassified. Sipper is classified. So no, it's, it's you know that everybody that's, that deals with class, classical classified information in the United States knows that there there is there there are cl- uh, encrypted classified lines of communications, and then there are uh, unclassified ways to communicate. You know, so if something's not classified, can go. Through any channel, preferably the uh, open channels. If something is classified, it must. We even had we have, we even have printers on their own network for the classified stuff. Their own printers and scanners. That's how serious it is. So she lied about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. There was never any question in my mind on whether or not she lied about it. She just wanted to not. Yeah. Get into any trouble. Yeah, and you know when I was saying like I'll meet people halfway. I even believe that violent criminals that serve their time, I believe, should get restored. Um, I, I can meet you halfway most of their rights. Right. Although sometimes I'd like to believe all of their rights. Who's to say that people cannot truly change? Yeah, and that's okay. So that's one of the things. When the first time that we had Yehuda Reamer on the show, uh, he was talking about the right to. Um, Fire weapon, uh, uh, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. And then he said he qualified it with unless you're a felon. Yes. To which we had somebody. He's more conservative. I know. To which we had somebody on the show say, I thought they weren't to be infringed. Ha. Huh. Yeah. I don't remember who it was that commented. Yeah. That, but I saw it. We can give that to Adam. Right. <laughs> it wasn't him. But, uh, <laughs> but the way I see it. Okay. So. The way I see this is if you commit a crime, any crime, and even if it's a violent one, you pay your debt to society. You know, you go through your jail time, you go through the probationary period after it. After that, all of your rights should come back. I agree. All of them. Oh, I remembered one of the other felonies. DMX is going to prison for a year for... uh, Making bad rap music? Tax evasion. Well. That's another felony that's... 
in my opinion, well, no, vic- victimless. One hundred percent victimless. And you know the, uh, the the funny thing is, is you know you, uh, you you didn't pay your taxes, so we're putting you in prison on the taxpayer's dime because you didn't pay your you taxes. Didn't pay your taxes. Fucking stupid. Yeah, Wesley Snipes had the same thing. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so okay here, okay here in Florida, if. For them to uh, call something like a gun-related incident or gun-related crime is idiotic. Like, I could beat you with a baseball bat and nothing. Like, yeah, we get in trouble. But it is, I don't remember what this is. I was talking to my This lawyer. is the tools, their tools argument, right? No, no. If I, if I beat you with a baseball bat, just as I am right now, uh, I would get like 10 years in jail. Then I'm just making up that number. Mm-hmm. If I beat you with a baseball bat and I have a gun, concealed carry. Oh gun, yeah, it goes up like three times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Even though I didn't pull the gun, I have it on me. So then it's a gun-related crime. Yeah, you or somebody else yesterday was telling me if you hold up a store clerk through like a hoodie and you act like you have a gun hidden, it's a gun-related crime. Right. And that's why, like, a lot of people are like, I don't think people who have been convicted of gun-related crimes should be able to get their, should be able to own weapons. And that's my argument for it. If I beat you with a baseball bat and I have a concealed weapon on me, that's a gun-related crime because I have a gun. Even though you didn't even, even use though the I gun didn't use it. Wow. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, no. Once you pay your debt to society, get it back. What about what yeah. about murderers and blah blah blah. Murderer shouldn't be getting back out. Yeah, no, yeah. It just shouldn't happen. Oh, of course. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, no, yeah. Somebody murders. That's why we're, you know, yeah. Right. And, well, we have overcrowding in jails. Stop arresting yeah, people for drugs. Yeah, get for, that, and that, yeah, that's always what, that's the easiest thing to go to every single time. Well, we're, 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 there's too many people in jail. Okay. Uh, about half of them are, vict- are, are victimless. People, they're in there for victimless crimes, like trafficking, which is a victimless crime. If you don't agree with me, fight Dep- me. Depends on what kind of trafficking. No, no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, let me rephrase that. Drug trafficking. There you go. Very victimless. Um, yeah, ch- child and person trafficking. Yeah, the, the, the victim. The, like, victim is the, the victim is the product. <laughs> right. I was like, well, let's let's roll that one back a little. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. No worries. Um, but yeah, drug trafficking, victimless. Because some people are trying to argue with me that it isn't because they believe that uh, crimes that happen. In a so like around the purchase of drugs, for example, is what makes drug traffickers bad. But you can have two different kinds of traffickers that sell to two different in, in two different locations to two different types of um, uh, uh, demographics. You know, uh, so not there could be you could have a uh, you could have a uh, a heroin trafficker that sells to high class people. That that have the money to pay for it, and you could have another drug trafficker selling heroin to to where, where half of his uh, patrons are 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 killing and stealing money. Right. But that that is its own crime. It has nothing to do with the actual transaction of the drug. Right. You know. And then when you apply uh, tobacco laws and definitely alcohol prohibition, and afterwards, that whole argument to me falls apart. So. Yeah, the um, I mean, doing drugs and selling drugs is a victimless crime. It's like prostitution. Uh, why am I blanking on that word? Agreeable prostitution. What's what? What are you trying to do? Not forced prostitution, but consensual, consensual prostitution. Yeah, where yeah. like she's like, okay, I need to make you know however much money, so I'm going to go out and do this. Yeah, and you know then. She's like, I do like having sex and may as well get paid for it. Or he's like, I like having sex, may as well get get paid for it. And yeah. Or, you know, not not the track trafficking version of prostitution. Yeah, yeah, pimps and all that. Right. But uh but yeah, like prostitution, drugs, victimless crimes. One hundred percent. Yeah, like, and they're, they're filling they're up consensual transactions between two adults. Yeah. And those are the kind of people filling up the prisons. Right. At least half of them, I believe, is the number. Right. Um but, you know, here's the thing. Uh, and this is, I guess, a seamless transition. Speaking 
of voting rights. Uh, let's go back to the gun control debate. Uh, the Democrats and a lot of people uh, that agree with the whole March for Our Lives movement and gun control and all that. A lot of people have been saying after the uh, stardom now of uh, David Hogg, Emma Gonzalez, and the three other that I cannot remember their names. Yeah, they are um, as popular. Yeah, they're saying like you know these kids are whatever whatever the argument is. Uh, you know we, we need to reduce the voting age uh, to like sixteen or something like that. And you know this comes to the bullying argument of them. Um, Sean, we can talk about this later. I know you're watching. Um, um, so we want to, so we're going to reduce that. Let's say we do reduce the voting age to 16. Oh God. How can they be, how can they be shielded from public criticism if they're engaging in influencing the, uh, the national policy policy and politics of the government? If you're going to vote, you're influencing a lot of lives, right? You know? That's whether you believe, whether you're a libertarian or not. That's this is the fact of Check. the government being around. You know, the government influences lives, and if you vote for somebody at the age of sixteen, you you just you know elected somebody that's going to be doing whatever it is you want him to do, basically. Right. So yeah, we want to get these kids to vote at sixteen, but should we still shield them from the national debate? Uh, I'd like a. a fair response to that in the comments if anybody wants to um but i believe that they should uh, well i believe that whether they get their voting rights or not if you're engaging in politics especially the way they are being public figures now as even they are uh classified on like wikipedia if you look up their right, names you know, yeah absolutely. yeah you should on google you, wikipedia you can, all that you know and it's not i'm sorry it's not bullying we're, t- we're, we're calling them out on the things that they want done, and that is fair and square, whether it's David Hogg being against gun control or whether it's a bunch of Nazi kids that are talking about white supremacy. And no, I am not saying that David Hogg is a Nazi, but... Cause uh, oh, you, you, you call him a Nazi? Call a Nazi? No, I, I am actually Why not are you calling, calling him a Nazi. Hogg a Nazi. And I have, I not, and I have not once ever supported the idea of bullying them, calling, uh, blaming them uh, for being victims, for not being nice. Like, never. I don't, I don't, I feel bad for what happened to them. Everybody should, which is one of the things. Whether we're, we're talking in a kava bar or you watch the um, online debates on our walls and on other friends talking about guns and the gun control folks, you know, they say like, we don't want school shootings to happen anymore. You know, we're against our children dying. Who the fuck isn't? Right. Well, you think just because we're for the Second Amendment, since we disagree on that, then we also disagree with children dying? That's so, uh, I don't know what the word is. Uh, uh, obtuse. Up, I guess obtuse, you know. it's We don't I think know, that. That's so stupid. Country. Yeah. Uh, Nobody's for that, no, uh, except no. psychopath. Right. But I mean, it is a go-to argument that people get, like that people on the left go to. They're like, "Well, we don't want children to die." Nobody does. Yes, right? nobody does. Well, we want to stop rape. Trust us. So do we. <laughs> We're not like yay rape, <laughs> right? Like nobody's fighting for the things that you say you're fighting against. Yeah, yeah. Not one person. Yeah. Nobody's on the side of that. Uh, interesting stat that I read today. Um, Recently, this year, drug overdoses have surpassed gun deaths. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Meaning that, one, the war on drugs has failed. Mm-hmm. Failed miserably. Yeah. Uh, and that by getting rid of something mm-hmm. doesn't stop people from doing it. Exactly. So... And let me tell you something. This is another part of the conversation that I have right on here. Uh, in California. God damn it. I forgot the term that there's a very specific term they have for these guns in California. That I think they're called off registry firearms. That could be the pro- I think that's the phrase off registry firearms that can only be 
bought by law enforcement officers and military personnel or something like that. Okay. Two law enforcement officers in California. Oh, is this the thing that we shared? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they, they got arrested and charged with, you know, weapons trafficking uh, of uh, about 100 or a hundred or more than a hundred weapons. Uh, one of them ended up being in a felon's hand. I did not find any information on what that felon specifically did. Um, but uh, it was one felon out of the 99. And if if we want to trust, if well, not we, because I don't, but if you want to trust the government so much with taking away our guns, providing security for us, however you want to mental gymnastics that, um, then... How with with these hundred you know guns sold by our government officials, which I guess law enforcement officers are considered law enforcement officials. How do you justify that? You're okay with us not having guns, you're, but you're but I mean obviously you're not okay with illegal guns being sold. But my point here being is the government itself cannot be trusted either with following its own laws. Right. I mean, like. We like we have said in the past, uh, at least six of the last main shooters, main mass shooters, yeah, uh, had had uh, multiple warnings about them sent to law enforcement, and it wasn't followed up on. Or, mm. you know, the- oh yeah, we were talking about that yesterday, right? Like. If I agree, even, which I never would because I believe it is an inherent right to own a weapon of any kind, uh, up to and including, you know, let's stick within the current framework, uh, AR-15s, you know? Uh, Oh, crap. What did you just say? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, let's say I can get on board with agreeing with this ban. When it comes to Nicholas Cruz, ignore the bullying even. This ignore the bullying argument. Right. Okay. This kid has had law enforcement called on him like over forty times. Uh, he's had character issues, uh, mental health problems that have been verified, reported on multiple times. Yep. Um, there there was an FBI tip. Uh sent in about him i think there was like 42 separate yes incidents yeah incidents. yeah and then you got that fbi Which, tip. oddly enough 42 is the answer to the life <laughs> jesus <laughs> to the secret the secret of the universe and life yeah um fbi tip that was ignored all of that to get how if i agree with you on banning guns how do you ignore all the other things that didn't stop it from happening that should have stopped it from happening right you know, how uh, ban the guns yeah, there and there will still be guns out there. OK, fine. Let's ban all the guns. When this kid gets on there and starts shooting and none of this stuff stopped him and uh, law enforcement officers outside didn't stop him. How do you justify that? How, what are you going to do now? That's always my question. What are you going to do now? 2015 uh, gun crime rises in the UK by 42 percent over a period of 10 years, I think. Right. What are you gonna do? Ban guns harder? But, but they're banned. But Muhammad, what about what about Australia? What about Australia, Muhammad? Mm-hmm. Well, Australia's gun crime rate was going down at the same level it was before their ban, and it, which it has been definitely across at least the across the world is definitely in in the uh, developed world. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, but so I mean that didn't actually change anything. Exactly. In fact, their violent crime rate went up, and also they raised, they changed the age. Or age. Yeah, that's the problem of uh, defining what a mass shooting is. Right. Yeah. They changed the number of what constitutes a mass shooting versus not. So yeah, it looks like there's less. Yeah, because I mean one of the things they used to define mass shootings as well is if other crimes were done aside from the shooting. Um. So like a store shooting where somebody kills four people. In the act of robbery is not considered not a, mass a mass shooting. shooting. You know? Right. Regardless, I want to read this quote real quick for everybody. This is from a book called The Law by Frederick Bastiat. He's a French philosopher and economist. I may have mentioned him before. I may have read this quote before. It's one of my favorite quotes from... And trust me, you just want to get the cliff notes of that book. Yeah. No, it's a short it's... book. No, no, no you're thinking, thinking... I don't know. 
maybe you're thinking of human action or something. I might be thinking of human yeah. action. No, the law is about 90 pages. Oh, it's okay. very, very easy to read. It's one I usually give out to people that want to un- that ask a lot of leftists that ask me a lot about the stuff I say. I hand them the law, and that explains a lot of where I'm coming from when it comes to the government. Right. And, well, he says, if the natural tendencies of mankind are so bad that it is not safe to permit people to be free... How is it that the tendencies of these organizers are always good? Organizers being the government. Do not the legislators and their appointed agents also belong to the human race? Or do they believe that they themselves are made of a finer clay than the rest of mankind? That's exactly what describes these officers and anybody else in the government that does not follow their own laws. They're people just like us. There there, there are people in the government like me, Matt, your dad, your mom... And the asshole you know from work, you know, it's all kinds of people. And some of them are good and some of them are bad. If it's dangerous for us to be free, then why do you think the government is to be trusted when it's made up of people? Right. Yeah. If people, if humans, if humans err, which they do, you know, to err is human, to forgive is divine. Right. Humans make mistakes. Our government's made up of people. So either you believe that these people are divine and able to forgive, in which case, in which case all humans are that way. Yep. But you can't take away guns saying people are monsters without admitting that it's also a very real and probable possibility that the government is also made up of monsters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it. Yeah, exactly. There is no way to do it. Yeah. Watch, uh, you know, law. Well, any kind of uh, show that has to do with law enforcement, uh, except for cops. Um, and, it, well, and it def- definitely more fictional uh, shows. Um, Dirty Cop is a real thing. Yeah, that is not just something on television. There are cops that that uh, are are part. Go watch The Shield. Yeah, you know they're part. They 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 join. They do One, they, they do crimes when they hide behind the ba- their badges. You know, and that's that's illegal, but it happens, right? You know, I mean, it's illegal even if they don't have the badge. Yes, exactly. That yeah, and that that's the whole point about right. this. You know, right, right. Um, we got like five minutes left, so. Um, I mean, we can Do talk we... about uh, <laughs> the last thing I have written on here. Really, is Venezuela. Um, and, and the, 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 the it's, it's so stupid. The, the currency thing, or the, yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. So like Venezuela, um, uh, Maduro, uh, he just implemented a new policy, right? This is this is listen to this. This is the policy. Uh, they have out of control inflation in Venezuela right now. You know, nearing Germany post. Uh, post World War One, near, nearing uh, Zimbabwe, um, is I think it's Zimbabwe that went to the dollar after they shit their, they destroyed their currency. One of the countries down there in Africa, I'm sorry, a lot of the countries in Africa. Um, so he here's how here's how he's dealing with the problem of inflation. It's not dealing with the problem of inflation. It's a mind game for uh, economically illiterate people, which I would say. With all due respect, includes most of the population of all countries in the world. If you don't, if you don't read and study economics, there are just things you don't know, and that's fine. He's shaving three do- three zeros off of their bills yep. to make the bill smaller. But inflation really is the amount of rotating bills in this the whole in the whole economy. It, see the way. Okay, so the way I saw this was actually great news. For me because i took the three zeros that he took off of their dollar and i put it on the end of what i have and like suddenly i'm not broke <laughs> jesus <laughs> that doesn't work didn't work when he did it but yeah I mean, exactly <laughs> yeah yeah so he's not making any monetary changes to deal with the inflation in his country he's only thing he's doing is shaving off three zeros so if you have a million dollar bill it's now a hundred thousand. No, no, no. Three no, zeros. Sorry. A thousand dollars. thousand dollars. So now it's, now it's a thousand dollars. So it makes it look like you have, it makes it look like there's more money 
or le- there's less money floating around in the system, but there isn't. The paper's still there. Right. It's, the paper's all over the place. Right. The paper is still worthless. Yeah. And it's going to work for a little bit right. until people realize, well, look, there's all these dollars out there. And actually, he made it worse because they're not how, – how, you know, how they're collect- – I mean, this is the only way to do it. They're circulating the old currency out, you know, as they get back into the system out of people's pockets and out of banks towards the government. They, they're, they're, they take those out. So, while printing already the new ones, like this is gonna be this is gonna be bad when gonna, it hits. Oh, it's gonna be awful! It's mm-hmm. gonna be awful. Uh, real quick, uh, since we're coming up on the end of the show, and if we're gonna do this topic at all, um, it should probably come at the end of the show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a memo came out this week from Facebook. <laughs> it got leaked. It's called the Ugly Memo. And if you haven't looked this up... Damn, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't read it yet. Yeah. If you haven't looked this up, you need to look it up. I'm bringing it up at the end of the show because if they cut us, this is why. (laughs) A memo came out from the Facebook higher-ups, and they said the growth of Facebook, above all things, they don't care if people die. Yeah. They don't care about bullying. They don't care about the Facebook lives where people are getting shot. They don't care about any of it. Facebook growth above all else. Yeah. And this is the platform we all use to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Or to David for David Hawk to do. Or this for David. Right. Exactly. Yeah. For David, you know, just this is the platform that we are using, that everybody uses to spout our political beliefs, to show pictures of food because Instagram is owned by Facebook. Yeah. To make phone calls when people can't get cell service because they also own WhatsApp. Yeah. Right. Facebook. Do they really? Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. Do you know how I learned that? I learned that from either Quiz Show or HQ. Okay, okay. I did not know because the thing about WhatsApp that was so good is they 100% respect encryption and the private communications that happen through WhatsApp. So are they fucking with that? That's a whole other system probably that they're not messing too much with. Can't can can no say comment. anything. No, no comment. Yeah, then. I can't say. All I know is that they own it. Wow. Um but yes, they said in this memo it doesn't matter if people die. Wow. Growth above all else. Yeah. So remember that every time that you hop onto the platform that you are probably watching us on. Yeah. And just think about that. Yeah, yeah. And remember there are other social media platforms out there. Yeah, I believe the article is on BuzzFeed, right? Uh, that was, Yeah, that that was that blew my goddamn mind yeah, because I was on Drudge Report and the lead article was about Facebook ugly memo and it came from BuzzFeed. And yeah, I was like, makes sense. The Drudge Report is reporting BuzzFeed. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well. Yeah. yeah. But now I've seen it in a bunch of different places. The, the read the entire memo. It's insane. Yeah, uh, I didn't pull it up because I didn't know we were going to talk about it. Yeah, but we had five no minutes left. Yeah, and uh, I was like, well, if we're going to get killed today, yeah, yeah, like cut, not sense. killed, not murdered. Yeah. I don't think Zuck's going to come and have a shot. However, we did talk about Hillary. So mm, right, well, yeah, but Zuck's both, not, both of us suicided ourselves yeah. at the same time. But with, Zuck's <laughs> not Zuck's not coming to kill us. Um, but yeah, so just remember that uh, yeah. anytime that you're like, oh, I need to. Facebook. Yeah. All, all hail. Yeah. All hail Facebook. Anyway, I yeah. just wanted to let everybody know about that. No, look, good, good. Yeah. Look it up. The ugly memo. Just Google the ugly memo of Facebook and it, yeah. you'll definitely find it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I got nothing else to say. Cool. Well, uh, just so everybody knows, the uh, music that was playing at the beginning of the show is from Alden Rest out of Nashville, Tennessee. He's a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will be playing that at the closing of the show. Uh, you can find him on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Muddy. Alden. You can't find him at Muddy Waters of Freedom. <laughs> uh, Alden, A-L-D-E-N, rest, R-E-S-T. Um, and that was the name of the song is... Uh, Pray for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you one time. Thank you once more to Low Tide Cottlebar. Thank you. Bula. Bula. And remember, you can find us at facebook.com backslash Muddy Waters of Freedom. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at instagram.com 
Muddied Waters of Freedom. You can find us on Twitter at muddied underscore waters, or we can always be found everywhere at muddiedwatersoffreedom.com. All right, guys. Remember. Hang on, hang on, hang on. (laughs) To hang on. Right. Hang on to, you know, your faith, you know, and and, 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 and your fellow human being. Okay. Now, Now you can say it. And also, make sure to remember that where we're going, we don't need roads. And I keep wishing way too much instead of doing something else uh, Wishing for more wishes Cause I keep on hitting misses Keep on rubbing on these lands Like I'm cleaning dirty dishes uh, Wish I not only knew the difference between wrong and right But that I could live it out so that I could be a better life Take me to the mountain Let me shout it out Is anybody out there to Pray for me We all need reminders that nobody is an island, oh no So don't leave me alone Wish I not only knew the difference between wrong and right But that I could live it out so that I could be a better life Take me to the mountain, let me shout it out Is there anybody out there to Pray for me and I pray for you Pray for you, I pray for you.